At T-Mobile, you don't have to choose between a great network and the best prices. We give you both. Switch your family of three or more from AT&T or Verizon to T-Mobile Essentials, and you'll save up to 50% off your current service and smartphones. Bring your current phones to T-Mobile, and we'll pay them off up to $450 each. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out how to save up to 50%. Up to $450 via virtual prepaid card for eligible device payoff. Allow 15 days. Savings may vary. See T-Mobile.com. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960AM.ca. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960AM.ca. You're listening to The Source with Terry and Annie. We are here every Saturday and Sunday from 3 to 5 p.m. And with us in studio today is a very dear friend of mine, uh, Shoba Shaker, who is a decades-long commitment that she has made to um, honing her craft as a musician. Shoba Shaker is the ultimate reason, um, well, that she uh, sings is because of her passion in music. And she has started her career in music from when she was, I think, before she probably even talked and toddled. Welcome to the studio, Shoba. Thank you, Annie. Thank Hi, you. Hi, Shoba. How are you? Very well, Terry. How are you? No, off the air, we were just talking, and uh, you mentioned that uh, what is going to be my first question, right? Mm. So I'm not going to ask you. So my first question is, what is the weirdest or the funniest question that you have ever been asked in an interview? Uh, there are no funny questions, actually. You know, you just want to be, uh, sometimes you want to be prepared because you don't know really what you're getting into. But uh, most of the questions are wonderful. And if it is connected to music, which is what I'm here for, then I think uh, uh, I love to take it. By the way, you have a very filmy name. I really like the name Shoba Shaker. It's, it's really awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Shoba Shaker? Shobha Shikhar is a very simple uh, person who came from India. Um, she was born in a beautiful family uh, of, uh, in South India. Yes, Shobha has three sisters, all three of them, Ma, Ma Lakshmi Iyer, uh, Shobha Shikhar, and your third sister is? Uh, so we have four siblings, actually. Uh, so I have uh, Kalpana, who's the oldest, uh, sibling, right. uh, followed by Padmini. Uh, right. I think I've met uh, two of them two out of, of them. the three, yeah. out of the four. Yeah. And all of you are singing nightingales. Uh, singing is good. Nightingale, I don't know. It's people's perspective. <laughs> I think uh, that is your pseudo name here already. Uh, Shobha, your journey as an artist began quite young. All of you have been trained classically in music and started performing in India itself. Now, you have used your ability to sing um, beyond just getting on stage and performing. You've used your ability to sing to help to educate the public with regard to um, uh, Carnatic music. And uh, there's an entire education with regard to becoming a musician itself. How did that begin for you? Um so I, whatever we do and however, uh, you know, we call ourselves musicians, we are attributed to our mom. Um, being born in a family um, where I think music was just there, like 
I would say 12, 12 hours a day and seven days a week. Uh, Mum did her MPhil in Carnatic music. So that's where our lessons began. And uh, we were probably five or six years of age. So mum and dad, dad used to be a Mridangist. So, so the, that ran into the family as well. So mum used to start a note and then we would just sing, sing along. And that kind of just followed on. And soon enough, we, my mum found out that we had good voices to kind of cultivate and, uh, you know, kind of get into the industry or do some, uh, you know, be musicians ourselves. Uh, for those of you that are non-Indians listening to our show out there, and there's a lot of non-Indians who listen to our show, um, now South India, is, is, is the kids especially, are, are, are put into into um, whatever talent they have. They might have just singing talent or acting, but they're, they're taught at, at a very early age. They're trained at a very early age. Now, I read somewhere that you were three years old when you started. Uh, is that right? Not three, and <laughs> that would be an exaggeration. Is it? Uh, I was, we were actually, as I said, uh, that we were about four, four and a half, five. five. Oh, okay, give four, or take. Between four and five, <laughs> yeah, give or take. So, uh, who were you trained by, Shoma? So, our early learning uh, came from my mum, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where I learned a little bit of the Carnatic classical music. Um, uh, we used to, she used to sit, uh, and all of us used to sit around her, and she used to sing, and we used to pick up little nuances of that music. Um, now that we actually learned from a guru so she was our first guru and following that so three four years into it and then after that she started uh, realizing and understanding that uh, since we came to Bombay from our native which is Madras Mm. uh, she thought that it was important for us to learn the Hindi or the Hindustani classical music, which is when we got digressed into learning Hindustani classical, and we learned it under uh, Pandit Jashraji's disciple wow, from the Gharana. Yeah. yeah. So now uh, Shoba has uh, been one of those rare musicians that we have here in Toronto who has been able to perform on an international world stage with over four hundred performances under her belt and with some. Uh, very, very well-renowned artist. Who is one performance, and I know his birthday is today, I just want you to say it. Uh, who, is one, who is one artist that was just divine for you to perform with? Ooh, you just, uh, uh, so I've been very fortunate, uh, Jishuda, sir. Yes. Uh, and it I was such him. an incredible uh, opportunity. Yes. Uh, we got, a chance to actually even to sit and stand next to him is is power. Yes, yes. But to sing with him was a blessing. What a humble person! Absolutely. Isn't he? What a humble person! I had a he chance is. to meet him. I, awesome person. I've awesome met him uh, when he was here in I think the late eighties mm-hmm. and had an opportunity to uh, have dinner with him. He was close to a relative of ours, and uh, so. He's absolutely um, such a simple, humble person. Um, what was the most memorable performance you've had uh, beyond the performance with him? Uh, so being, and I, I honestly uh, should say this, um, I never had a, I never thought when I came to Canada that that would be such a big opportunity. So, um, so my first, my very first concert was with Harish Raghavendra mm. and Devanikam from, uh, who are also from the Chennai industry, uh, Hollywood industry, and. Uh, 
and it it all began there. Uh, I never looked back after that. So sure. You're you mentioning very powerful names here right off the <laughs> bat. Right. Um, let me ask you this. If being a singer now, how important do you think is the classical training for a singer? See, I um, I always emphasize in any of uh-huh. any of um, my interviews or any of my um, uh, write-ups or any any kind of engagements that I have with the media. I say classical music is a base and. It is, it is important if you really want to continue a career in music, if you want to have a longevity of your voice to sustain for that longer time. So it's very important to have the foundations and to train your voice and have a voice culture done. Right, because otherwise you will damage your voice. Uh, the, the amount of singing, uh, you have in, you know, found yourself, first you probably started it off as a hobby. People came to know that you sang really well and you they invited you to sing. It's eventually moved to where right now it's almost like a full-time occupation, although I know that you are working full-time in a very, very fulfilling career as well. Tell us about how you're balancing the craft that you have, the talent that you have, along with the career that you chased today? Um, so, and I got to learn it all from my engagement with Deloitte, which was my first uh, work here. I used to work as an IT consultant here, and then we used to work 21 hours. Uh, but that is where we learned uh, the work-life balance, really, or work-passion balance. Uh, so what we do is I have the eight hours that I dedicate to work, and then I do... Before I start my work day, I have a 15-minute riaz of my voice. And then post the day's work, when I have the chance to kind of rustle up a meal or do something, I can say that I sit down dedicatedly and sit with the Tanpura, which was which used to be many years back. Uh, I still get the opportunity to do the 30 minutes riaz in the evening as well. You know, I, I was just going to lead into you, let me into that question. Yeah. Uh, riaz is actually, uh, the, you know, the training that you've had for our non-Indian uh, people out there mm-hmm. who's, who are listening. Um, Those are the scales. So riaz are the... Yeah. It's a practice. It's a practice that you do every day. Now, over the years, when I've interviewed people, and I interview a lot of singers, mm-hmm. and I've seen them do riaz for like three hours, four hours in a closed room. How like how often you do the riaz every day? You said. Uh, yes, uh, I think riaz is something. Uh, so when you say three, four hours, when I when you do classical performances, you have to yeah. do because you're really doing the the entire, you know, the three octaves or, you know, doing so much more. Uh, you probably are a soul singer out there. Uh-huh. But our kind of music, the Bollywood music or any other music that we do here, um, doesn't require so many hours of uh, riyas, but mm-hmm. there is riyas required because we don't get the opportunity to really go up on stage and warm up our voice. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when you riyas and you do your, uh, you know, voice warm up in the morning, when you go up on stage, it becomes easier for you to just start a song and sing it. And uh, so you are a guzzle singer. You're a Bollywood singer. You're a folk singer. You're a devotional singer. Okay. What kind of songs do you like to sing? What's your favorite? Uh, honestly, Terry, I can't say that there is one genre that is a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um I love to actually fuse and muse uh, 
anything and everything is music, even Western music. I love to, after I have come to Canada, uh, this is something that I always wanted to delve into and, you know, uh, jump into. And I've got had a few opportunities to be able to sing English songs, but I I really feel that that genre is also beautiful. We yeah. are going to get a glimpse of your singing today. Uh, our yeah. producer on the uh, other side of the window, the glass, she's getting ready. She's getting your songs ready, but we will be giving you a glimpse of uh, of Shoba Shaker's the songs for you. And you want to do it now, Annie? I want to hear her voice. I don't think we're quite ready yet, Terry. And so we will get a, a signal from okay. our producer, producer for that. But uh, we are going to have a treat to listen to some of Shoba's. Shoba, how many original songs do you, would you say you have created? Uh, because that is talent. It's one thing to be able to do covers on music, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, when you have the ability to, first off, write your own music, but then put music uh, attuned to it. And then that's not just one aspect. It's then getting the musicians to take your vision of that song and bring it to life. Um, how, how many pieces have you done so far? So, um, so I, again, I uh, I would not take the entire credit of saying that I composed that entire song. Um, so here it is. So uh, to answer your question directly, it is about three three original scores that I've done right now. But uh, I've also written uh, uh, songs for the Tamil media, uh, and. Uh, and I've also done a lot of work with the Hindi music uh, industry. So uh, you're right, uh, you know, doing covers is one thing, but having to create your own independent and original music is another. So yes, three or four of them, and we are steadily working into a few more. Uh, which song you feel, Shoba, is your best song that you have released so far, or has yet to be released? Ooh. Uh, well, my favorite, you asked me a question, I quite remember it. So if you ask me, uh, my favorite original song was the first ever one that I did, which talks about my musical journey, oh. and that is called Rahi. Can you hum it for us, please? Sure. Mm, जैसे है बताए कहीं कोई मंजिल है आंखें बिछाई कहीं कोई साहिल है दामन सजाई गुनगुनाती ये फिजाई मुझे जैसे है बुलाती मेरी You're listening to Terry and Annie. We have in-studio Shoba Shaker. We will be back right after the break. Stream us live at saga960am.ca. And you're tuned into The Source with Terry and Annie, which is aired every Saturday and Sunday from 3 to 5 p.m. And then we're on repeat from... Uh, Hmm, 9 to 11 p.m. on Saturday, right. respectively Sunday. And we're also on a repeat show on Thursday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, in our studio today, we have a, a singer. Um, yeah, I would like to call her uh, a very multi-talented lady, uh, Shoba Shaker. We are going to play one of her songs. As I said earlier, we're going to give you a little glimpse of her singing. And I want to talk to uh, I want to listen to the song and then talk about this song with Shoba.
Awesome. Awesome. Very listen. melodious. Very melodious. I can listen to Shoba's voice uh, as my morning wake up call, as my afternoon pick up tea, <laughs> as my evening pick up evening pick up uh, whatever you want to say. She's got such a soulful voice because it's not just about singing. Shoba, I feel like you are painting a picture with your voice. You know, I was just thinking about something that you said. Like, yeah. I can be a morning wake-up call. Instead of starting to sing a song, I'll start doing ringtones now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be surprised. There you go, yeah. jingles for the morning yeah. wake-up, you know? You know, incidentally, you speak about jingles. I've done so many jingles here. Yes. And it's beautiful. And I just enjoyed the exper- experience and the exposure to the jingle industry in this part of the world. So it's great. Yeah, I can do a ringtone for you. Oh, but wonderful. Yeah. Do a personal ringtone yeah. for me. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I have. Yeah. But Shoba, tell us about this song. When did you record this, Rahi? And what, what, first of all, what does it mean? Rahi means ways, avenues, it's roadways, path. path. Yeah, it's okay. a path. So, so, so it was um, actually composed and produced here by Avazi Productions. Mm-hmm. And uh, the opportunity uh, arose in one of the events that I was like, I was just singing and then the director of this uh, video and the song, the writer of the song and the composer were sitting in the audience and they heard me singing Aona Gale Lagaona. Oh my, which okay. Is song. <laughs> and, he's, and they just, between them, they just uh, spoke and then they called me the next day and they said, we have a song that we've written and we want you to be the voice behind this song. And I was so excited, like it was my first project after quite some time from the time I moved from the Middle East <clears throat> and uh, I said of course that'll be great and then we, then we did a sitting and, and that's how it all happened mm-hmm. um, now as I said earlier you have a very melodious voice and uh, personal I have a personal taste for sober songs like okay. you know little subtle songs what kind of songs do you like to do Shobha like you know there's typical Bollywood masala mm-hmm. you know Boom, 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 dash, 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 dash. Or they're very sober, very classical. What's your favorite? Again, I think um, I I love to do uh, soft melod- melodies uh, songs, but at the same time, I like, I used to be able to do um, upbeat and faster songs, uh, which are like the hip hop genre or the cabaret genre. You kept uh, So, uh, there's no song which I feel is like, you know, could be a favorite. Mm-hmm. It's all the composition and how you can render it. If you can do justice to it, I think it's a, you should do it and try it at least. Now, you uh, offer your services on multiple levels. One of the organizations that you work with tremendously is Women That Give. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the work that you do with that organization and the volunteer work that they do. And what is this organization really about? Because that is a lot of the time... Um, when you're talented, you're brought on to help in many areas. This is one organization that you've contributed, but have they have contributed back a lot as well. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Annie, for that question. It's um, it's an absolute privilege to be on the board for uh, this organization. And we go back about four or five years when I met Fozia, who's the founder and yes. CEO of this uh, organization. Who we will have on air at some point. Okay. Uh, this is just a prelude to speaking yeah. to about her work. Yeah. But what's your role in there? Uh, so what we do is we really um, uh, do... We really, uh, you know, uh, work with a certain, I won't mention the name, but we work with a certain organization and offer help to rebuild the lives of those distraught, traumatized uh, women from domestic violence. Yes, absolutely. Tell us the name of the organization that you support. Um, That's a protocol I can't, I'm not able to. So we have um, spoken to fashion designers who have, uh, who work with four to five different women's shelters from mm -hmm. Red Door to um, several other organizations across the city uh, who give back to women who have been um, either abused or faced some sort of homelessness or uh, struggles because of uh, what they've been facing. So tell us. So so what we do is we basically, uh, at the uh, beginning of the year, we get a requirement from them saying that what they're really deficient or what their deficits are. And then the team of volunteers, uh, we are about eight of us now. Uh, we started as four volunteers and we've grown. Uh, we kind of, you know, create small events and try and fulfill those requirements for them. Sometimes we get the opportunity to do big events, like we did one at the Aga Khan. Uh, you were part of uh, uh, right. that initiative. Right. I was honored to be a host there. First off, the Aga Khan Museum um, performance hall that they have there is divine. Uh, the acoustics in that auditorium are some of the best acoustics in the city that we have in terms of performance hall. I think Kerner Hall is the other one that's amazing uh, to perform in. Anywhere you sit in the hall, you can hear every instrument on stage at Kerner Hall. And in a similar way with the Aga Khan Museum, every seat in the house is a good seat. Yes. Right? And... Um, uh, the engineers, the sound engineers, everyone that's working behind the scenes that are there from Aga Khan work really well. You had a, what was it, 21-piece orchestra that was on stage? 15-piece uh, orchestra. 15. Uh -huh. That itself is huge, it is. Uh, the stage size. What is it like working um, with such a large number of musicians? Because musicians can be difficult, I would say, to manage uh, because their schedules, uh, their passion for their own instrument. How has that happened with your singing? Beautiful question. And I really want to say this because, um, you know, we all have our own professions that we are into. Uh, and, and in view of that or because of that, when we say that we are actually committed for an event, we do double the homework. So, Everybody's given the songs that they have to perform in their little pieces. Of course, the director is the one who actually writes the court, he writes the court charts and all that. But they all come prepared and we do one rehearsal. That's if incredible. Not, yeah, if, if it is not one, it's maximum two. And we have a presentation of 24 songs that we do that day. And the last performance uh, that I hosted uh, for you had four artists performing. Mm -hmm. There was yourself, Abhishek, I believe, um, Jimmy, and also uh, Nithin. Uh, we had Not Sharad, me. we had Jimmy, we missed Abhishek. You must have been in the first concert at Aga Khan when we had Abhishek and where I sang Kuhu Kuhu. Uh, but mm -hmm. this was uh, Jimmy and Sharad and we have Ankita. So phenomenal singers. Yes, here, for sure. You know, and it was a beautiful team. 
Shoba, who are you inspired by? Um, of course, uh, we get all the learning from Lata Di and Asha Di, and we, oh. you know, they are there when we do anything, like, you know, to take their nuances, unki barikiyan jo hoti hai. We take all that, but my inspiration is my younger sister. Oh, really? Mahalakshmi Ayer. And having said that, uh, is there any one person, like we all, we always idolize somebody, an actor or a singer or a celebrity of some kind. Is there any one person that you would like to collaborate, collaborate with? Who? Uh, I'm sure there's many, but. There are quite a few, <laughs> of course. Um, and I must say, uh, uh, Collab, there are plenty. Mm. Um, I can see you. I would love. I, to, I, I have one that I would love. <laughs> I'd love to see you with uh, Shankar Mahadevan. You just said the name, right? Um, Zakir, and I would like to see you, Shank, uh, Shankar Mahadevan ji, on stage along with Zakir ji, um, uh, because uh, the tabla with what uh, Shankar is able to do with his voice mm. and what you're able to add in the melody uh, just gives me goosebumps. Just thinking about it. Well, you know, yes. I can imagine her doing it, and I, I know she has not answered her. The question that I asked her. <laughs> you know what I really think can really take your talent to that top level? That would be A.R. Rahman. Ooh. Because I know it's a big name, but you know, you seem to have that melody, uh, melody in your voice, and you seem to have that style that he likes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's really wonderful. On that note, we are going to listen to another one of Shoba's songs, and this is Palkun Ki Chadar. Yes. Palkun Ki Chadar. Okay. पलकों की चादर उठ के देखो तुम पलकों की चादर उठ के देखो तुम Palkun Kichadar by Shoba Shaker and her voice is just absolutely divine. It's been wonderful to be able to hear uh, samples of her music um, and uh, we look forward to being able to speak to her more about that as uh, we go into it. Terry, I don't know, I think I could wake up and sleep to this. Yeah, and as, as we mentioned that uh, I was talking to Shoba and I asked her that, she, you know, I love her, the sober, the, uh, you know, a mellow down songs, but then she comes up with this number which is very perky which is very um, I can't say enough I think it's, it's uh, she has a, that uh, versatility in her voice yeah it's, can, a, it's a song like for today you want to have with a hot cup of tea right yeah. curled up with a book and this playing in the background and it's just perfect we are going to be back uh, shortly after this break Stream us live at saga960am.ca. 
मुझे कितना प्यार है तुमसे अपने ही दिल से पूछो तुम जिसे दिल दिया है वो तुम हो you're listening to is actually the Shoba Shaker. Shoba, which, uh, which film was this? Do you remember? Uh, I mean, I love this song, <laughs> but I can't remember the film. I, I know it was Mujhe Kitna Pyaar. Yeah, I know it was Mala Sinha. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was it Anpar? Not sure. So, uh, do you like doing the, these old songs? Oh, I love doing old songs. There's so much. It's so rich. Like when you sometimes ask me for riyas, I think you sing the old songs and your voice is riyased. Yeah. So, you have... Uh, the ability to sing in multiple languages, Tamil being your native language, mm-hmm. um, of course, uh, English. Uh, I haven't heard you sing. I know you sing in English. What's the favorite of yours in English? <laughs> I'm going to go back many, many years. This used to be my favorite song, and I'll do it. It's the Beatles song. Okay. Uh, mm, yesterday, all my trouble seems so far away. Now it looks like the need to say, oh, I believe in yesterday, suddenly. Yes, that's beautiful. Would you ever like to record in English? Of course, of course, yes. Why don't you? Uh, Trying. The opportunity you, is there. I, it's coming up. It's one of my projects that's going to happen into 2020. Awesome. So you have, um, you've sung in Tamil, you've sung in Malayalam and in Hindi. What are some of the other ang- languages that you sing in? Uh, so, and it's not that uh, I can actually speak these languages fluently. It's only by music that I learn. So I can sing in Telugu. I can sing in Bengali. I can sing in Punjabi. I was gonna say that. I know. So I was just gonna. I I just I saw it from the split eye vision that you know. <laughs> <laughs> he was starting to do the bhangra. <laughs> well, my producer is Punjabi. She was born here, but she's born in a Punjabi okay. family wow. too. So. And I like that song. Sandali, Sandali, Naina vich tera naam vi mundiya. Sandali, Sandali, Naina vich tera naam vi mundiya. Awesome. I like that song. You know, uh, Sangeet music has no uh, no language. Um, when uh, a producer Jyoti Panu and I. We were doing the uh, the afternoon show of three to seven. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we we played a song. I played a song from Muhammad Rafi Sahab, one of a legend yes. uh, from the uh, Bollywood. He sang in English. Now, no, not too many people knew that, but he sang in English, wow. and we played the song right here. Wow! Yes. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I would love to hear you sing in uh, in English also. Sure, one of the dates one. So I would like to talk about the different genres of music that you touch upon, because I think that is very important. It's one thing that we uh, hear you doing the Indian classical, but what is it that you're educating through your music in terms of genres? Um, Very, very nice question, Annie, and I always like to answer that question uh, because 
and it, I'm very fortunate to see that you know we have been given the opportunity to, to learn some of these genres, and some of them we picked it and we learned it as we went along. So, classical music is one, obviously, but you 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 actually muse classical with music with uh, Bollywood songs. That's one. Uh, you can do ghazals. Beautiful. Again, poetry. So explain what a ghazal is, because for those of us who are listening who don't have fluency in Hindi or any of the Indian languages, explain what is a ghazal. So it's basically, uh, uh, you know, poetries that are arranged in music. But I would say that lyrics, all lyric, is a form of poetry. Um it is, uh, but uh, when you say, uh, how do I say it? Um, when when we say that, you know, it's a series of, these are broken poetries, right? Like sometimes when you write lyrics, they are all uh, very s- seamless. Right. Po- the ghazals basically you see somebody, one part of the poetry is written by X uh, writer, there is another uh, part of the poetry which is written by somebody else. So they one are, song, which is one guzzle, could be composed by several... In, written by several written, written by several. But it kind of somehow combines and... It's, it's usually combined into four or five lines of a poetry that's compressed uh, with one share. Share is basically a quote. Yeah. So basically, that's one, how it is. And I guess when you sing Ghazal, as you said, you do need that classical training because yes. that raga, yeah. that you, you know, it's, it's all sang in the rag. Yes. Uh, so Ghazal is the only genre, I think, where you can use chromatic notes. So you can actually mm. sing. It can be composed in a certain raga, but you can actually go out of it, a little bit out of it and come back. Uh, but you need to have extreme experience to be able to do that. Okay. Explain to us what is melange. Ooh, melange, my favorite uh, topic. I don't know, I keep doing this. A melange is actually, in French, it is actually a concoction or a fusion. Right. Right. So when I first, when I first had the opportunity to actually do something or create an event or compile an event, I named it melange because that was my pet subject. I wanted to actually bring Carnatic Hindustani classical music and blend it with Bollywood music, devotional music, ghazal, you name it. And we could just, I, I could play around with it. So we did a presentation of this at one of the popular radio um, events, uh, the CMR 101.3 FM. Mm-hmm. So I did an event for them, and it was beautifully received. Uh, first of my we just give a free advertising to another radio station. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm sure they're tuned in to us because so. we have beautiful uh, Shoba Shaker in studio. <laughs> On that note, where can people get a hold of you? And uh, if someone wants to book your services, also you have a couple of projects that are coming up this year that we want to touch upon just before you leave studio. I know you've got another event you have to attend. Uh, so um, yeah, for sure there are plenty of uh, projects that I'm working on. Uh, we're working on a YouTube series, something in the lines of uh, Coke Studio. Wow. Uh, I'm very excited nice. for nice. it. Nice. Uh, very excited for it. I still, um, I know my producer is going to be like, you know, you shouldn't have done that. Like how you just said that I promoted some other radio. <laughs> he said, shoot me. Uh, but that's Ours what is very unique. Have. Don't say that other name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, it is unique. Uh, you know, uh, there's always this hush-hush about a lot of things when I go into other studios, but I really found you're nice and friendly and it's beautiful to be here. Thank you for that opportunity. Thank you. You're very Thank welcome. You for being here. Thank you for being here. Yeah, but how do you find the music scene uh, in Toronto? Because 
I've been in Toronto for a long time, and I've seen the music scene change a lot, especially after karaoke came in. The established, uh, uh, the trained singers like yourself uh, were kind of put to the back of the line. How do you find music scene right now? See, um, and uh, it's never, I think everybody has a bit of cheese. Uh-huh. Right. So when you say that, you know, having to have karaoke music come into um, uh, the scene, uh, and I would really like to say that I also sang, on karaoke. sang karaoke. Nothing wrong with it. And and I have to mention it that doing karaoke is much more difficult. Mm-hmm. The, dis- the real difference between the two is with karaoke, you are fixed to that one, uh, to, to the, the music that is yeah. being played yeah. behind. You miss it. Mm-hmm. and you don't have a good ear, you're going to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, in Against that, or while, uh, when we do live music, it is totally different. Like, you know, the musicians can actually go Adapt. off the yeah. music. I can actually go out of music and come back into music. So they mm-hmm. can actually improvise. We call it improvisation. So I don't have to be really cut to fit or funneled into one kind of singing. So that's the big. I, I I don't have anything against the karaoke. The only th- the only thing I don't like about it, it's taken away the talents like say Harold Voodoo's or Shivu Maharaja or Rahman Rajans, and I'm throwing these names because these guys are all very big in yeah. in Indian music, South Asian music yeah. here in Toronto. Um, but yeah, yeah. But uh, I think everyone has to have their start, Terry. I have yeah. to break in because uh, being a musician myself and having done uh, karaoke style singing, uh, it's uh, a lot of musicians on stage sing with tracks and that's different singing in a restaurant on a karaoke machine uh-huh. in front of uh, an audience um, and I've seen some restaurants offer karaoke type style nights or people come in and do a um, open, open night or a mic open mic that's different mm-hmm. but a musician on stage singing with a track is not karaoke. That's different. Um, sometimes the opportunity to have a live band perform um, is different. The feel is different. And also, um, sometimes you just want to have the mixing that happens with a track that's been produced in studio to back your voice. Mm-hmm. Right? Nice. And that's different. That live singing with an orchestra or a band is different than with a track. But I think there is a place for both of them when you are a trained musician. Yeah, I think I think the uh, real music is, is the way to go. Um, but uh, let me ask you this. If, if you would like to advise other people, other youngsters who wants to follow in Shobha Shaker's footsteps, what would you tell them? I'll say music is an ocean. Mm. Learn, 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 learn. So every event that you go to, you learn from your peers, you learn from whom you work with, and take that learning. If somebody is saying to you that, oh, this could have been done this way, don't take it. Even today when I go into any events, Mm -hmm. and even if it is a junior artist with me, or if it is, sorry, I'm saying junior artist, it's not right, but a younger, mature artist, I love to take the inference of certain things that they would have there are strengths with everybody. So take that inference, come back home and say, how did they do it? Let's see if we can incorporate it in your own music. That's what brings, you know, uh, magnifies your music, really. That's really how I think it. 
Wonderful to have you in studio here with us, uh, Shoba. Where can people get a hold of you? We didn't get that. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was just going to ask you what was the other question. So uh, it'll be wonderful to talk to any of you if you want any advice, if you want to call me for any events. The number is 416-371-9942. And uh, my email address is um, S-S-S-H-E-K-H-A-R at rogers.com. You had so to think about that. S-S-S-Shaker at rogers.com. <laughs> e, yes. <laughs> you know, I really love this, Annie, because usually everybody's on social media and and she comes right out. 416-371-9942. Nobody gives out their numbers anymore. Well, as an artist, <laughs> if you want to be booked, Terry, yeah. I think that this is the only way you can do it is if you ha- have, uh, you know, yeah. uh, a stage, this is where it is. It's been wonderful, it's been wonderful. having You're you really here in person. studio. Yeah. Thank you for Thank coming. Thank you, Shoba, yeah. for coming in to speaking to us here on The Thank Source. Thank you, Annie, for the opportunity. Thank you, Terry. Thank and you. It was wonderful to speak. Thank you, Jyoti. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960AM.ca. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. With the brand new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone ever on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for just $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details.